This is Shauna Lee, and welcome to this week's The Soul Frequency Sessions. Real talk about real life and how to raise your energy frequency. So there's a lot of talk about sovereignty and freedom and stepping into your own personal and spiritual development And all of that is awesome and beautiful and wonderful and very much right on time. We are moving through massive changes, as we've talked about probably in almost every episode um, over the past, gosh, four years of this podcast, or at least the past few. And, um, And it's so critically important that we understand a few things about sovereignty and about freedom and what the spiritual journey is really about at a deep foundational level. So I think sometimes people feel like they've been free before and they have some freedoms right now that they're afraid that they're going to lose or they're confronting some different things as we move through kind of this process of deconstruction of old systems and things like that. And we always compare like, oh, it felt like this back then and oh, it feels better now. But I wanna say that there's, really never been total freedom. Um, Even though, you know, for a lot of people that might listen to the show, maybe you live in the United States, which so much of the United States, like I do, you know, I live here, um, is based on this idea of freedom, right? Like that people came together and said, we want to, we want to build a country that is free and it's beautiful. And there's some really wonderful um, ideas that were created at that time around how to do this, right? Like there's no perfect roadmap for building an entire new country. Um, But there were some, you know, some nice sentiments around what freedom would look like and why people were fighting for their freedom at that time. And, you know, depending on where you live, like, you know, there might be some different opinions and vantage points on that. Um, But for many reasons, and for much of human history, humanity hasn't really been free. And I say this because even though we might live with certain personal freedoms, like a lot of times people don't do really what they want to do in their life or make the choices that are really the choices they want to make or take the big step forward in life because they're not free inside themselves, right? Even if, you know, you live in a place where, yeah, if you want to create a business or you want to fall in love or whatever you want to do, you're allowed to do that. Why don't we do that? That really comes down to our own personal sensation within ourselves of feeling free to do the things we love, right? Free to create things. And and what gets in the way of that? I mean, anybody listening to this could throw out probably five things that get in the way of that. Limiting beliefs, you know what I mean? Afraid you're going to rock the boat or make other people unhappy. Fear if you can really do it, right? There's some really like fundamental things that we come up against when we're going to do anything different or get, get outside of our comfort box. And And we have to realize, like, I think to really understand freedom and sovereignty, we have to realize, like, we haven't been all that free. Like, even though we might move about freely in the physical realm, um, we haven't been that free emotionally and mentally and even spiritually within ourselves. And on that path to, like, freedom and sovereignty, we have to first acknowledge, like, 
maybe I've never really been free, right? Like maybe I've really been constrained by certain things in my life and that's okay, right? That's being human. Um, but what is true inner freedom? What is that sovereignty? And the next thing we have to really realize about this is that we run on programs, that we are programmed. Just like I could give you, you know, the the actual computer that is in front of me, I could give you the, you know, the hardware of that computer. But there, if there is no software or programs on that computer, you're not going to be able to do anything with it. it. May not even turn on. I don't know. I've never seen a computer with no programming or software, but but there being there be no functionality, right? So we we could have a human body that's you know equated to the hardware of a computer. But we, we run on programs, right? We've been programmed in a myriad of ways. And I want to talk about how programming happens because to understand freedom, you have to understand programming. And we have run programs on all kinds of things. And you might know some of these things, right? Like we're aware, the average person is aware of about 20% or less of the programs that they are running. So you might be able to say to yourself, like, gosh, it just looks like over my life, I've had really like a tough go in relationships, right? And I don't, I'm always attracted to the wrong type of person, right? They're just, we don't have synonymous, good, happy, healthy relationships. And so you might say, there must be something about me that either believes that I, for good relationships aren't possible, or there must be something I'm doing, right? Because you live long enough, you go through enough relationships and you see the pattern, right? You start to see the programming. Like, oh, there must be something here. And then people will say to me many times, like, what do I do about this? I've just realized that I'm kind of got this programming running. What do I do now? Right. So the first step is like starting to be aware, like of our programming. Now, the other, let's say 80% or less that we are unaware of, that is the spiritual journey. The spiritual journey is becoming more and more aware of more of the program that you're running. And there's a myriad. I mean, I can say there's probably infinite programs that people run. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of data, right? There's a lot of information, a lot of belief sets, a lot of things that we, you know, lenses that we look through, let's call them, uh, that are programming. And on that spiritual journey, as you start to look at your programming, many people get to a point where they're like, wait, who am I really? Right. Because I believed I was this other person. And I'm now seeing that so much of this was from a myriad of different reasons in my life, but basically my programming, right? We start to see our programming. We start to realize like, maybe I'm not like the person that I thought I was. Maybe I'm not like the person that doesn't believe in herself. Maybe I'm not the person that's not smart. Maybe I'm not the person that has to put up with this, that, or whatever. Then who am I? If I'm not the programming then who am I? And that question is like the beginning of all the good stuff, right? Like that is the opening to the door to sovereignty and personal freedom. And so we want to get outside the programming enough to see that it's programming. That is also part and parcel to understanding freedom. Because if we think that the programming is who we are, then we stay stuck in that. If we can see that the programming is programming, we have a chance to be the person 
witnessing the programming, right? To be the wisdom that can see, oh, look at this programming I'm running. And the second that you can witness it separate from yourself, you can do something about it. You can actually program something different. So let's say you believe you're the person that never, I don't know, wants to go to the gym. If you can see that that's programming and you see that goes back to other situations in your life or experiences you've had or beliefs you have, right, about exercise or the gym or whatever, then you can make a different choice. You can program there's something different, right, in your life. We are literally like biological computers. And, and if you see the programming, you can do something about the programming. Super empowering, right? We don't have to live from programming that we don't want. So... Let's talk about how we get programmed. Really important, right? Like where does all this programming come from? Obviously, family of origin, whoever raised you, we get a myriad and a very like, that's probably the most intensive programming. It's like you're a brand new hardware computer and their job is to give you all the software, right? Like, like here's what we believe about this and here's how we handle this and here's what you're allowed to experience and here's what you're not allowed to experience. Like lots of programming, especially in the early years of our life. That programming that we have in the early years of our life, we many times believe like, oh, this is just who I am. Very easy, because it's, it's all you remember from being young. And again, we have to question that. Like, who am I really? If I would have been born to different parents, would I have received different software, different programming? The answer is yes, you would have. As we start to get older, right, there is that age and stage in life where we, most kids, like, listen to their parents less, right? Like, you start becoming a teenager in your young 20s, and it's like, all of a sudden, wait, I don't want to just, I'm not just buying into my parents' programming. In fact, a lot of times you're you're saying, no, I don't believe in anything, right, <laughs> that you believe in, or I don't want to, you know, adopt your mindset or the way you view the world, I've got different ideas. And a lot of times that programming is coming from friends, right? The, the circle of friends or the people that you hang out with. And then as we get even older than that, like the programming continues to be reinforced or reprogrammed around what society believes, what we think it is to be a good person or to be a good adult or what it is to be successful. And the main ways that we receive this continual feedback loop of programming is media, social media, power structures. So the things that we look at in life and think these people are smarter than me or they know more. And so we acquiesce like our own power to them. So you might believe like, I don't know, the government or the people who run the government know more than you do, or you might believe your boss knows more than you do, or, you know, or your partner knows more than you do in some different area of life. And so when we believe that, when we say to ourselves, like, oh, this person is like on a pedestal compared to me, or they know more than me, then we give our power over to that. And many times we even shut down the desire to look into whatever we're giving over our power to. Like, so let's say you meet somebody and they're like a genius in, I don't know, coding computers and you, they're your best friend. And you, you know, you're like, I don't even need to know about that. Like my friend knows all about that. Right. And I'm just going to give over all my power to them to do all the computer coding. I'm not even going to try to go down that road because they're the expert. So we do that, right. We shut down our own ability to look into things because of power structures that we give our power over to. The other thing is fear. 
fear. We get programmed by fear. We have seen this over the past two years, the way that humanity can be put into fear states and then basically become more um, accepting, right, of certain changes because they're afraid. Like putting people into fear causes people to comply very well, right, because they're afraid. Another way that we are controlled or influenced or programmed is through money, right? Like either in the pursuit of money or feeling that we need to do certain things or believe certain things or go about life in a certain way to get money, right? To sustain your life. We also are programmed through time, right? Our beliefs around what's possible in a certain amount of time, what other people believe is possible in a certain amount of time. And we're definitely programmed by our experiences. Like, right, you have a life experience and you say to yourself something about that experience. Like, let's say you get in a car accident, gosh forbid, and you say, I will never drive again, right? Like that was so terrifying. I shake every time I get into a car, I will never drive a car again, right? Some people have felt that way before or I will never drive this type of car again, or I'll never drive on this road again. Like you had an experience and that experience shaped you and you made choices in your life because of that experience. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying we do that as human beings all the time, right? Think about falling in love with somebody when you're young and you're so in love with them and you're so open with them and then you get your heart broken. And if ever any of you guys have had that happen, I sure have. Um, and then you close up your heart, right? It's like, oh, the next time I'm never going to be that open, right? I'm never going to. And then you, you know, you can choose to heal that as life goes on. So these are the ways media, social media, power structures, fear, money, time, experiences. These are the ways we are continually being programmed, right? By things basically outside of our control or outside of us, right? Even though if we're having experiences, sometimes those experiences feel like they're just happening to us, right? And we have to then gather ourselves after these experiences. Um, so it's important to understand this because to really step into freedom and sovereignty, we have to look at where am I receiving information? Like, and where am I receiving programming? Because it's happening all the time. Now I'm going to give you some of the things that make it harder for you to be programmed. And, and not just programming is not a, it's not an either or, like I want to not be programmed at all, or I want to be programmed, right? Or I am programmed. Everything is programming. It's, it's choosing what you want to program. Like, what do I want my programs that I run on to be? And being able to consciously choose those other than just default systems that we're running and and you feel completely out of control of them and have no idea, you know what I mean? And they're even self-identifying with them as if they're you. You want to be able to say like, oh, this feels nourishing and good and right. I want to build this in, right? I want this to be the software that I run on because this feels good. Like I want to be able to trust myself. I want to be able to take big risks on the things that matter to me. I want to feel totally like I can open my heart and love and be loved in the ways that I know that I desire. I want to feel so free to like speak up and voice my opinion. And I want to go and do things that I never in the past felt I could do, but have always been in my heart to do. Like that's programming too. That's awesome programming, right? If it feels good and right to you, it feels freeing. 
So this idea of freedom and sovereignty is I have done the work to look at all the programs, right, that I have downloaded over my life and even beyond this lifetime. And I am now conscious, much more conscious of these things. And now I'm able to have choice. I'm able to choose different programs if I don't like the programs I'm running and to know that I am that intelligent, right? And incredible and quantum that I can literally shift these things for myself. So back to what makes it harder to be programmed with you being unconscious to it, right? Like we can receive programming as long as we're receiving it consciously, then we can choose if we want to reject that or we want to bring that in and incorporate that and integrate that into our life. So what makes it harder to be unconsciously programmed is being really firmly grounded in what is your truth, right? What do you believe? What are you about? And this, and this develops over time as you continue to be able to see your program programming. So it kind of goes hand in hand, like the more of the programming you can see that's unconscious, the more you start to be able to say, Ooh, is this really who I am? Or is that not my truth? Right now that I can see the programming, I can not self-identify with it. I can instead say, is this who I am? And if the answer is no, then I can let that go. So being in truth is a really important alignment um, to not, you know, just kind of blindly receiving unconscious programming. Also time away from programming sources, right? So if you spend all day scrolling around on social media and all day giving your power over to people that you hold up on pedestals and all day circling in fear or worry about money or time or continually going through experiences that trigger you, like watching, I don't know, news media all the time. Like if you spend the hours of your day in one of those things, right? Media, social media, power structures, fear, money, time, experiences. Like if you're glued into, right? All of these things all the time with not much time outside of them, then you're probably receiving programming and you're not totally aware of it. So one of the things you can do is spend time away from these programming sources, like go out in nature, sit in meditation, like carve out hours of your day that you are not taking in any of those things that I really, you know what I mean, talked about. So yes, you will be experiencing things, but you're not experiencing triggering events or negative things. So if you can carve out like two hours a day to start off with where you're doing none of those things that I just described. And instead, what is life beyond those things? If I'm not giving my power away to somebody else, if I'm not scrolling on social media, if I'm not watching media, if I'm not in fear, if I'm not worried about money or time or being triggered by experiences, what is life beyond that? Seriously, like, what do you do at life beyond all of that? Like you'll notice that quite a bit of our human time is caught up in those things and not life beyond that. So we have to define that for ourselves. getting outside of those programming sources because you actually strengthen yourself, especially the more time you spend in nature, you strengthen your physical body because you're exchanging energy with the earth. You strengthen your mental body, your emotional body, and your physical body all at once, right? And your spiritual connection to source. Um, by being outside of these kind of programming channels. Continuing to clear, you know, past programs also makes it harder to be unaware of any new programs because you become more clear 
like crystal clear on things. You really know who you are separate from programming and you really are able to see that coming around the corner. Also, another thing that makes it harder to program somebody is if they are balanced in their masculine and feminine, and I'm going to define this because it's important. We have a real history in human culture of roles, you know, feminine roles and masculine roles and the ways that, you know, the patriarchy and hierarchy have hurt um, femininity, right? Feminine roles, women, um, exchanged, like you can think of like toxic masculinity, exchanging resources for the light of the feminine woman, right? Like I'll give you resources and you bring your light and joy and whatever, and that's what you contribute or your beauty. Um, and so when we're caught up in that dance of like, like exchanges, right? Between masculine and feminine, it basically means that we haven't fully anchored in the balance of the masculine and feminine within ourself, right? If we find ourselves in one of those dances, then it's a great place to look at, start really diving into um, the depth of what it is to be balanced in your masculine and feminine within yourself. Because when you're balanced in your masculine and feminine and you meet somebody else that could be a partner balanced in theirs, that relationship looks different than, than kind of a bartering system of like, you bring this to the table and I bring that to the table and we fill each other's holes, right? With what we bring. This massive transformation we're undergoing is really about becoming into balance in ourself, right? Knowing who we are beyond this human experience and understanding what this human experience really is, right? And how we receive this programming. Like, it's not that we don't engage in the programming. It's not that we don't stay engaged in the three-dimensional human experience. It's that we just see beyond it, right? We understand it's an aspect of ourself that's having this experience. It's not the whole enchilada, so to speak. It is a beautiful, wonderful playground where we get to experience physicality, meaning we have a body. We get to experience emotions, meaning we have emotions. We get to experience the mental aspect of our of ourself and also be connected to the divine. And for many other realities, not all those things are present, right? Some realities don't have a physical body. Some realities don't include emotions, right? There's no emotionality. So this is a massive, beautiful growth playground about how to balance all of this. How do we balance our physical self, our emotional self, our mental self, our spiritual connection to source and live life, right? Like go about all of the experiences we have here on planet earth. I mean, it's like, whew, it's a lot to manage and balance, right? It's a lot to understand. And so I know this episode is super like deep, right? And there's a lot here. And I could go on for hours about <laughs> deep diving into a number of things I've said. But I'm sharing this right now, because I think for anybody that feels called to listen to this episode, it's very, very important right now that we really get to know who we are, like beyond who you think you are. And to be able to stand right in that firmly in your truth and to be able to piece apart the programming that no longer serves you and that no longer feels good in your life and to really understand what sovereignty and freedom 
is about in this human experience and why you're hearing these words all the time. They're not just words to toss around. They're something that really we have very, very little experience with in human form. And we have an opportunity to have a massive experience in what it really, really means to be free and to be sovereign. So like I said, you should listen back to this episode a couple of times if you feel called to it, if you feel like I've shared anything here that's valuable to you and you're feeling connected to any of this information because you'll just hear more and more as you continue to listen back to it. Um, and know that you're on a beautiful journey. And if you have questions about any of this, you can reach out to me on IG at the soul frequency and send me a DM there. See what rises to the surface, right? After you listen to this a couple of times, like, what do you think when you're walking around an hour later, the next day, what is your consciousness telling you? Like what's coming into your mind? What ideas does this spur on? You know, our consciousness knows exactly where to take us to heal. We just have to listen, right? We have to let it speak back to us. So you can ask, what do I need to know about this, this episode and this body of information? See what your consciousness brings you. And I will see you guys back here in a couple of weeks. We have a few weeks off um, for the holiday here in the United States. It is heading into Thanksgiving in about, I don't know, a couple of weeks, right? Um, so we're taking two weeks off of the podcast and we will be back. Um, I guess it would be it's either the very last day or so, or maybe the first day in December, whatever the first Wednesday is um, after Thanksgiving in the States will be when we come back with a brand new episode. So giving you lots to chew on over the next two weeks. If you haven't listened to some past episodes, it's a great time to go back and dive into ones that were meaningful or ones you haven't heard yet. As we take a little quiet break, I'm going to be with my family and take some quiet time. And I hope you guys have time to, you know, appreciate all the lessons of this year and, um, and really start thinking about, you know, what is 2022 going to be for you and, and all that good stuff. So maybe take that time out in nature, right? Even if you live in cold places, like just to breathe in that fresh air. So I will see you guys back in a couple of weeks. I hope you have a beautiful holiday if you're celebrating. And if not, some beautiful time to just sit and ponder and be and connect. I'm Shauna Lee, and you've been listening to the Soul Frequency Show Sessions. Come on and join our Facebook community, the Soul Frequency VIP, for connection and support on your journey. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this show. Join me next week for more real talk about real life.